Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 181 Ignorance
Interesting. Ah, of course. Come in, come in. Uh, uh, Mr. Salesa? Michaele, please, come in. Did you sleep well? Have you had something to eat? Annabelle said she's shown you the pantry. I, uh, we slept. I, I don't know. How long's it been? About 71 hours by my clock. How are you feeling? <sighs> Disorientated. It's like, um... Like I've lost my sight, or... or well, uh... you have, haven't you? <laughs> Annabelle tells me you work for the eye. I, I wouldn't exactly say I, I work for it. Uh, well, I mean, you say that, but when you stop to think about it, it was literally our employer, John, so... Eh. I, I suppose. <laughs> I like this one. Come on, sit down, have a drink. You, you sure? What time is it? I, oh... <laughs> I can actually ask that question here. You can indeed. And the sun's high, so... Good eye. Martin, was it? Uh, uh, yes. Well, Martin, it's about ten in the morning, more or less. And you're drinking? Of course. Even in my little bubble of peace, I find drinking after dark leads to some rather morbid thoughts. Right. What is this place? I just told you, it's my little bubble. My silver lining on an otherwise cloudy day. That's not enough. Now tell me, do you know why there's a tape recorder here? I noticed it just now, but I don't believe I actually own one. Uh, not really. They sort of just follow us round? Hmm, interesting. Did you carry it in? Things shouldn't be able to manifest in here like that. You had one in your bag, I think, Martin. Did, did you drop it here? Uh, I don't think so. Very well. In that case, we shall leave it to be. It's hardly valuable, and it's probably best not to upset whatever it might be involved with. Besides, I have no secrets to hide. So you wouldn't mind answering a few questions? I'm an open book. In my experience, open books can actually be pretty dangerous. <laughs> I do like this one. Now you mention it. You actually remind me of Jürgen a bit. In his ah, younger uh, days, of course. You sure you won't have a drink? We definitely had some tea around here somewhere. Uh, I already had some, thank you. Some of us know how to be polite guests. I don't intend to accept anything offered by Annabelle Kane. Oh, you know Annabelle. Sort of. You do know she's part of the web. No. I assume the thread holding her head together was due to a childhood knitting accident. No. <laughs> of course I know she's with the web. And that doesn't bother you? Not especially. And even if it did, what good would it do? So what's the deal with you two anyway? It's an odd situation, but not a complicated one. Shortly after I decided to stay here, she arrived, wandered in from the chaos out there, and told me she was going to stay with me. I didn't get this far by pitting myself against the web, so I welcomed her in. And? And sometimes she cooks. She cooks? I don't know what you want me to say. It's a big house and I don't see her much. Can't even say which corner she's made her nest in. Whatever she's doing... All I can do is hope it doesn't wreck my little oasis. And if it does, 
then I hope that by keeping her in good graces, she'll at least do me the courtesy of killing me first. <laughs> anyway, let us talk of happier things, or perhaps just take a moment to enjoy not being out there. You are, of course, welcome to stay as long as you like. Uh, that's very generous. What is this place? How did you find it? I didn't find anything. I made it. Tell me what happened. No. I... What? <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> look, he's so confused. <laughs> Martin! <laughs> sorry, sorry. You, you did look kind of funny. It was like, like you were flunking an exam or something. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Your powers won't work here, Jonathan Sims, head archivist of the Magnus Institute London. That I can't see this place. So what now? Ah, no need for the suspicion. I'm not going to hurt you. You're quite safe. I'll tell you soon enough. Like I said, I have no secrets. But it will be in my own time. Right. You know, Gertrude once used that little trick to ask if I was trying to sell her a forgery. Admittedly, I was, so I don't hold a grudge. But I didn't much care for the experience. Anyway, for now, just relax and no doubt I'll get there eventually. I haven't had anyone to talk to properly in months. Uh, well, what about Annabelle? She keeps mostly to herself. And when she does talk, it's usually more of the sinister monologue variety. Uh, or cryptically telling me I've got guests. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. I'm trying to be less cryptic. I know, I know. So what's it like out there? I assume the archivist must be a rather powerful position, since you seem to be travelling through it pretty freely. It's, uh... Uh... Um... John? Uh, sorry, I just, uh... Huh. It's bad. Really bad. It's, it's all carved up between the powers, and everyone has just been sort of scooped up and chucked into their deepest fears. It's just... It's just nightmare after nightmare after nightmare, and... Uh, why are you smiling? I'm sorry. You're quite right. It's inappropriate. It's simply... I've spent the last decade preparing for this to happen. Not just something like this, but almost exactly this situation. There was every chance, in fact, the great likelihood that I was wasting my time and throwing away years of my life on a ridiculous precaution. But I was right. I was right. And now here I am, safe, warm and comfortable, while out there the whole world screams. I don't mean to be sound uh, uh, as if I'm happy. The people are suffering. Good, because it does sound a bit like that. Then I apologize. I'm just not sure I can fully communicate the sense of of vindication that I feel all those long nights I spent wondering if I was paranoid or overreacting. But no, I am here and I am safe. I mean, I guess that makes sense. So what have you do? What are, what, where, where are you going? You seem to be traveling with some purpose. Did Annabelle not tell you that? 
She said you were traveling to the tower, the Panopticon, she called it. Whatever that might be. She didn't say what for. Nothing that might cause me trouble, I hope. We're going to try and end this. Turn the world back. Martin. What? Okay? Maybe he can help. We could use some support, and it's, it's not like he wants the world to stay like this either. You are right. To a point. I would welcome a return to the real world. <laughs> to be the only man to weather the greatest disaster in history of reality utterly unharmed. What an achievement that would be. Quite the boast. But alas, no. I can't help you. What? Why not? I have nothing to offer. Well, except perhaps some basic provisions. I have food, drink, a few luxuries. But none of that would help you out there. And I'm certainly not going to follow you. No, I think the best thing I can do is to welcome you to stay in my sanctuary as long as you wish. Oh, well, thank you. I think we just might. John? I can't use my powers here. I, I can't protect us. Protect us from what? I... It's going to be difficult to relax with a spider lurking around. It gets easier with practice. All right, I, I guess we can stay. Just for a bit. Excellent! I haven't had guests since the world ended. Lovely. Oh, saying that, I suppose there was that insect thing that stumbled in here a month oh, or so uh, back. Uh, in insect thing? Some creature of the crawling rot. Anyway, it didn't actually make it into the house before Annabelle managed to get rid of it. So, I refuse to count it as a guest. Mm. Suppose that makes sense? Of course. I can't actually stop things crossing the border into my hideaway. As you both discovered. Another reason I'm content to leave Annabelle to whatever schemes she might be weaving. How big is your safe zone? Is it, is it always the same size? How did this happen? <laughs> Look at him. Not three days without his master spooning knowledge into his head and he can't bear it. I thought ignorance was meant to be bliss. Look, for, for what it's worth, I'd, I'd also quite like to know how all this happened. Fine. I'll tell you how it happened. But you must sit quietly while I tell you. <laughs> Don't worry, I have had lots of practice. And you? Uh. He'll behave. My story is not a long one. Not the parts that you care about, at least. The powers I first learned about from Jürgen Leitner. You're familiar with him? Then I don't need to explain further. When I say I was one of his assistants, you know exactly the kind of education that would be. Terrifying, fascinating, misguided. The man was a genius and an idiot. It didn't take me long to see what he was blind to his whole life, that trying to control the fears was a good way to get yourself killed. Or worse. I left long before he got what was coming to him and tried to forget what I knew. I lived my life and I lived it well, successful, wealthy, and a little bit feared. Smuggler to the rich and famous. There wasn't an art dealer or curator out there who didn't pretend not to know me. But the trouble is, once you've seen backstage, it's hard to believe in the show anymore. 
You understand, I'm sure. You can never quite shake off the desire to have a peek, to see what's waiting in the wings. When I first stumbled across one of the cursed objects, I recognized what it was immediately. It took the form of a leather pouch filled with 1888 Morgan silver dollars. It was aligned to the slaughter and, well, let us call it blood money and talk no more of the grisly details. Selling them, well, it went very badly for the buyer, but not for me. I walked away unharmed and with a healthy profit and counted myself lucky. And then it happened again. This time it was a painting, a drab English pastoral that pulled you into the lonely. Again, I made a lot of money and remained untouched. It's the sort of thing to set a man thinking about his life. You understand? I began to think hard about the world, about my place within it, and about fear, about the figure of the merchant, the trader who deals in strange and dangerous goods, how it can be found in so many myths and fables, dealing in second-hand nightmares, and how rarely the merchant themselves is ever punished in those stories. I would love to pretend that it was out of self-preservation that I committed to my new trade, but that would be mostly a lie. To tell you the truth, I got a real kick out of playing my role. To think of myself as a purveyor of curses, walking softly through the most dangerous edges of reality so that the rich and arrogant could buy their own doom. Sometimes people would come to me for solutions, protections or talismans to ward off the attention they had already called down on themselves. I sometimes did what I could to help, but I had to be careful. I could never afford to forget who I actually was working for. And do you know what? I managed to walk that tightrope for decades without falling. You know, I think there were times when I was perhaps skirting close to the stranger, but I kept my name prominent and well, <laughs> I'm not exactly a small personality. Anonymity just wouldn't have suited me. But the years, they wear on you. And as I talk to more and more people versed in that secret world, more acolytes and would-be cultists about rituals and destinies, I began to come to a conclusion. As the number of people in the world grew and the amount of fear grew with it, I began to become convinced that it was only a matter of time before one of them succeeded, before the world was transformed into well, you'd know better than me. So I began to plan for my retirement. I spent most of my fortune preparing, some on supplies, but mostly hunting down on artifacts that I hoped might give me some protection. One I had sold right at the start of my career, an old broken camera. One that through some quirk had the ability to hide you from the 
powers. It was in the possession of another scared old man, one who had long been running from his own supernatural debts. I believe it operates as a sort of uh, battery, charging itself on all the quiet worries that come from living in hiding. And then when the sanctuary collapses, <laughs> all that fear flows out at once. No doubt if my oasis breaks before I die, the eye will get quite the feast from me. But in this new world, I would hope it has other things to keep itself busy. Anyway, it took a lot of resources to find it again, and even more to retrieve it. Staging my death was a comparative um, afterthought. In some ways, I just... just a happy accident. And so I waited and lived out my days in comfort. For the longest time, I thought that, well, maybe I'd simply entered normal retirement really dramatically. But then, well, I was right. I was right. Both about the world and about the camera. It hid me from the eye, which in the new order of reality, also protects where I am from, the hellscape all around us. And when I realized that the power moves with the camera, well, let's just say I loaded up a truckload of supplies and went on some journeys of my own before I found this place. No reason to not live the apocalypse in style. In the end, I find myself quite happy. I have supplies for a good few years and then I plan to take my own life. I think perhaps that's the greatest blessing the camera can bestow. I can die here. Escape this place. Not yet, of course. And maybe the wine will do me in before I have to take matters into my own hands. But still, it remains a comfort. Anyway, no more stories, I think. Let us relax and talk and drink and not worry about who might be listening. You sure we can't stay longer? Yes, I've been... Um, these last few days I've been getting weaker. Dizzy spells, vagueness, you've seen it. Being cut off from the eye, it's not good for me. Yeah, but if if you're that connected, that dependent, what happens if we actually, you know, do manage to... We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. For now, I just need us to be moving on. Mm. All packed. Mm. Oh, finally showing your face? I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Oh, all week you scuttle around with, with food and drinks and all that other stuff, whatever we need. And just when we need it, but if we actually try to talk to you, you're gone. I'm very busy. Martin, don't bother. We're not going to get any answers out of her. You're, you're joking, right? She's been lurking at the edges of this whole thing since the beginning. And now we can finally actually talk to her and... What, you're just going to pass? You don't have any questions. Nothing at all. John? John! Oh, yes. Uh, sorry. Look, it's no accident we finally meet face-to-face -face in the one place I, I can't get any answers out of her. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Why are you here? Hmm? 
What's your game? Perhaps I just value my privacy. Fine, fine. Why did you call me before? Perhaps I thought you could use a friendly voice. Friendly? You told me John didn't need me. Objectively true. And more importantly, perhaps I thought you might need a little bit of righteous indignation to help you power through the next steps. I don't like being manipulated. Then we probably aren't going to be friends. Ugh. For what it's worth, I'm sorry. The call was clumsy. There are so many things to keep track of at the moment. I must confess, it did lack my usual nuance. And perhaps you're now just trying to humanise yourself so we underestimate your next move. Perhaps. So, so that's it then? We're just going to leave her here? Yes. We could make her tell us. No, we couldn't. I don't have my powers, and if it came to a physical fight, I really don't rate our chances. Hey, I can handle myself. But can you handle me? I don't like you. I know. God, fi- fine, fine. Come on, John. No, I'm sorry, what? We're leaving. Don't worry, Martin. We'll meet again. Hopefully when you're feeling a little bit more open-minded. I wouldn't count on it. I would. That's the trouble with old houses, I suppose. Full of spiders. You boys better take care of yourself. I'm sure we'll see each other again very soon. Here, why don't I show you out? Fine. You are off, then. Yes. Uh, Thank you for all your hospitality. You are sure you won't stay here a little longer? You're more than welcome. No, I... uh, I've got to, um... Leave. What he said. Ah, such a shame. And you are sure I can't give you a little something for the road? Uh, Food? Wine? Uh, No, thank you. Uh... Nice things, they tend not to stay nice out there. <laughs> True enough. Well, best of luck, I suppose. And if in the end you can't save the world, you know where I am. Actually, he doesn't. <laughs> of course. What a shame. Well, then I guess it really is goodbye. Travel well. Don't be strangers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, come on, John, let's go. Hmm, what? Oh, yes, right, right. Yes. Feeling better? Um, yeah. I'm afraid I am. All right. I'm sorry, I... It would have been nice to stay. Yeah. I'd almost forgotten what it was like, you know? A bit of peace. (laughs) I mean, you could have... No, don't say it, John. You know I never would. I I can't just forget about all the people out here. Besides, I'd rather be trapped in a post-apocalyptic wasteland with you than spend one more moment in paradise with her. 
That might just be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, yeah. Come on, we've got a job to do. I suppose we do. Pity. What? It's, uh, it's going away. That peace, the, the safety, the memory of ignorance. That's... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Do you remember any of it? What, what Slacer said, Annabelle? Some, I think. It's, uh... Do you mind filling me in? Wait, you need me to tell you something for once? I guess so. It's, uh... It's gone. Like a dream. What was it like? Nice. It was... Yeah, it was really nice. The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims, produced by Lorianne Davis, and directed by Alexander J. Newell. It featured Jonathan Sims as The Archivist, Alexander J. Newell as Martin Blackwood, Gio Manuelioba as Annabel Kane, and Ray Chong Ni as Mikhail Salesa. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website, or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. L. Lunovic, Clay Cameron, Crisp Dreamer, Robert Hubert, Zoe Depore, Lindy McClusingit, Mariah Day, Shay Topaz, Ida Karoliusen, Patrick Lusk, Frude, Bella Choi, Daniela, Jonathan, Lauren Smithwick, Gill, Taro, Desiree Certain, Maggie Benson, Mundetiam, Ruth Harris, Abel Strictly, Neely, Chiara Di Filippo, Bo, Molly Bushby Medlin, B. Murray, Van Bedard, Harrison Regan, Space Ghosts, M. Whalen, Seven Goblins in a Trench Coat, Ishepzo, Kia Benedict, Destiny Rivers, Danny Urbina, Lair, Nick Gilbert, P. J. Bradley, Cinderane, Elliot Bonetto, Amanda Boltz, Monica, Reese Whittemore, Levy, Cliff, Sarah Bench, Ellen McLaughlin, Circa, Lee, Ali, and Jakara. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, 
edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50-80% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Kareem, the voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not this future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about The Programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com, or search for The Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and see you later.